Welcome to Fred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Law. Welcome to episode. He's back. In case you miss it, that's episode. In, in, in all honesty, I, I don't know what the hell that just said. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Episode thirty-one, and uh we're live again. Um, I shared it on Facebook and. Uh, for some reason, it won't let me share on Twitter because it says uh, account is suspended. But I can. What did you uh, do? I don't know. What I, did I, you do? I could tweet fine on my phone. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. You done broke it, D-Law. Again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, maybe I should just switch it to the other one, to my, the Pred Wings podcast thing, but I don't. It won't let me switch. Well, we'll have to figure it out. We'll call the tech department. Yeah. In the morning. Uh, yeah. Well, they're probably sleeping now anyway. Well, maybe. Well, anyway. Um, so we're hopefully we get more listeners than Dose. Although he's we love you, Dose. He's not here yet, but but anyway, we're really messing around with all these listeners because. We're recording on a Sunday night because normally we record on a Friday. I don't know if we're ever going to get back to Friday. The camper that D-Law complained about last Oh, jeez. I yeah. was out with it. I had to put it away. It was time to put it away. Who the heck camps in late October? It probably snowed. Actually, no, actually, I was in shorts. Actually, yeah, it was nice this weekend. I was in a rink doing scorekeeping. and Fog. Yeah, well, no, actually, it wasn't foggy. It was actually nice. It was just cold in the rink. Um, but anyway, you can get us on Facebook at Predwings Pod and or Predwings Podcast on Facebook. Um, and Twitter, it's uh, at Predwings Pod. And then you can always email us with questions, comments, suggestions at Predwings Podcast at gmail.com. And if you join and listen live when we do our live shows, we might actually put you on the air to uh, you know talk a little bit, like we do with Dose. Um, I don't know if he'll be coming in because you know, like I said, we're recording on a Sunday this week instead of Friday. But hopefully, we'll get back to our Friday regular Friday episodes. Um, but uh, last Thursday we had a game, and well. I'm kind of beginning to sound like I'm the Predators because we lost again. It wasn't pretty. We had a one nothing lead, and we ended up losing 2-1. to one. So I don't know what I got to do. I mean, I should have had both those goals that they scored. Where, where, we where are your glasses? Won one. Well, I don't need to wear glasses on the ice, but. Well, I don't mean, want to reconsider that theory. Two to one loss is just not good. There he goes. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, so I two didn't... to one, you dropped two, huh? Yeah, two to one loss. So I think we're, what, two two and three now or something like that? I don't know. I think our season's over just like the Predators. Uh, but that, jump into it. I don't really want I think I think you need to start your wings recaps first because at least it's a happy note. Well, for for the most part, you know, the, the one thing is all the way up until tonight, um, the wings have killed off every single penalty that they've received. Last year they were worse than the league. Right now they're tied for there are two teams left who have not um allowed a power play goal. So the wings have really flipped that around and the, the special teams has been a real hot button for for Iserman and, and uh, Lalone. So yeah, let's go back. Let's talk about the uh the Montreal game. I just want to pull up some more stats here. So Montreal they they come into Detroit and you know first game of the season, Detroit home opener. Uh first the first thing I want to really point out is Overall, the Red Wings had 40 shots on goal. Now, that's a far cry of what they started out with last year, and that's how you score goals. I mean, it's just the most obvious fact in the game of hockey is you have to shoot the puck and have quality chances. 40 shots is going to generate more opportunity, more quality chances, which more chances will lead to more goals. So it's it's nice that the Red Wings have come out and put up some offense. Um, Vili Husso comes out first game as a Red Wing, gets himself a shutout. Montreal had 29 shots on goal, and, uh, you know, they came out, you know, they picked it up in the third period. I know that's an area where Detroit typically has struggled in the past is, you know, finishing out games, Um, but they brought it all out. They didn't allow it. Vili Husso said no, and they had a, you know, just a a great overall game. Uh, First goal of the season, first ever in the NHL. Elmer Soderblom, congratulations! Um, but yeah, I, I like the I like I like what I'm seeing in Detroit, you know, after the Montreal game. But you know, they they then go into um, New Jersey. So playing New Jersey, you know, New Jersey's supposed to be a better team this year. Um, you know, New Jersey came out, put up 39 shots. And they did score two goals. However, uh, Detroit was ma- able to manage five goals in uh, just 22 shots. So Detroit didn't come out that strong in that period, or in that game in terms of uh, shots, but they, they found the net, you know, five different times. So, um, you know, Chirac, it's his first of the season, first is a, a Red Wing. Uh, Vrana, who I'm going to talk about a, a little bit later, you know, he nets a nice goal. Uh, David Perron, Larkin, and Kubelik all netting goals for the Red Wings. So, you know, a lot of new names that you're hearing, um, you know, just more pieces of the Iser plan coming together. Uh, just, you know, and, you know, just to get off topic here, but the way Iserman is able to see the needs of the Red Wings is just incredible because you don't think of like, you know, let's bring David Perron in and, you know, see what he'll do. You know, he's an older player. They Eisenman was able to find a home and a piece for him on the Red Wings, and it's like almost rejuvenated him. Um, so I'm glad to see that that, and I hope that continues uh, for Perron. But 
yeah, it's just it's neat to watch the team develop. And, um, you know, there's a good point brought up tonight. You're missing Fabry. He's out. And you're missing um, Verana. You have two of your top six forwards that aren't even playing yet. And it just shows a depth that we've been able to generate over the last several years. Um, but anyway, um, Nedeljkovic gets a star. He's the first star of the game in that one. Uh, Dylan Larkin, you know, he's the second star. And Schrott is the third star of that game. But... Um, I just wanted, just to, just not to interrupt that. Uh, no, our, go for it. Our buddy Zink uh, is in, so maybe uh, a little bit later um, we can have him talk about some Sabres stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, going to, you've got L.A. coming in, and, you know, Detroit's on a back-to-back. Um, you know, while they did score four goals that game, you know, they unfortunately gave up five uh, in overtime. Um you know, it was, a, it was a good game. You know, I can't really say I'm upset about the loss. You're, you're playing on tired legs, and, you know, everyone played well. I mean, you score four goals. You know, there's that's nothing to, you know, put your tail between your legs. But, you know, you just didn't have it. You just didn't bring it. I think if Detroit plays uh, the Kings on, on fresh legs, I, I think it could be a different outcome. Um. But yeah, Dan, did you catch any of the any of the Wings games? A little bit. Um, the Chicago uh, one is the one that upset me the most. Um, the one that I'm going to talk about. They end up losing four to three in overtime. Raymond turns over the puck at, you know, in, inside the offense or their defensive zone, and you know, just it was an easy goal to be had. But you give up two goals late in the game and allow them to come back in, that's that finishing that the, the Wings just, they really struggled with. Um, you know, and luckily, it's only right now, you know, a few games in, and I've only seen it once, where they've had that third period collapse. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, it's too early in the season to even be upset or worried or nervous, which I am I know you are, and we'll get to that. Um, but then today, today they played Anaheim, came out strong, 5-1, to one. Anaheim's also playing on tired legs, like I had spoken about. Uh, and they're on their, you know, a four-game, you know, East Coast trip. So, but the Wings came out, and they just, they didn't let off. And I think that's what I liked the most about this win, is nobody stopped playing the game. I mean, it was chippy, it was fast, it was high scoring for the Wings. And even when they were up three goals, they just, they didn't let off. They just they kept piling piling it on and you know got that four goal lead and that that was it. But I, I like the push that they're making right now. And you know, we'll see. We'll see what you know what's yet to come and you know we'll go over you know upcoming games here later on. D Law, what do we got for the Preds? Let's hear uh, it. I've actually watched more Red Wings games than Predators. I <laughs> I just been so busy. I I've record. I've got the prayers games on rec- on recorded. And I just haven't had a chance to watch them, but I don't know if I want to watch them. Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, all I want to say for my recaps is loss, 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 loss. Just a, same old stuff. Loss, 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 loss. 
five to one loss, blowout loss again at Dallas, which I thought they'd come out and show a lot more effort. And then they they had a, a lead at home against the Kings. They ended up losing that one four to three. They had another lead in Columbus. They lost that five to three. And then they lost to Philadelphia three to one, and they just—I don't know if they were even in the game. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Flyers. They—they um, they were real. They were the worst. They were pathetic um, last year, and now they're what? They got to be leading the league or leading the division. New bench boss. No, yeah, well, he's an idiot. Well, well, you. What what other uh, changes were were made? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had a couple players. So. Well, I I think bringing toward, he brings a whole different culture. He brings a whole different um, aggressive style of play. Like I I think that like I said before, I think that's a good fit. Um, uh, who was it that Flyers just got, and he was like really high on the coach. Um, in the offseason, he was seeing he was. I was like, oh, I'm I'm happy to be be there and can't wait to get going. I I think it was a defenseman. I can't remember who it was, but I I don't know. I mean, I guess the Sharks are really are bad because the Predators beat them twice, you know, in the Global Series, and then they haven't been able to win a game yet after mm-hmm. outside of Switzerland or Czechoslovakia. Excuse me, they were in Czechoslovakia for those two games. Um, uh, but uh, I mean, I guess I'll just go right into my rain on Heinz right now because I don't really have much to recap. Other than yeah, losses. I think I, um, I think this is going to be an interesting uh, po- topic. I, I I just I said it last season, and I I'm, I'm probably going to be saying I don't know how many times Heinz needs to go uh, to, do, before the season even gets lost just that was just just get rid of him get get somebody else in you know while while season is young so you don't lose you know get too far out of the picture and i just want to say when he was in new jersey new jersey was pathetic they were the worst team in the league for i don't know how many years Number one, how many number one picks did they have? At least two, maybe three, and and then and then they fired them. And why would you hire a guy that New Jersey fired? It's pretty bad. I mean, and look at New Jersey now; they're leading their division, top of their division. I mean, they're on fire. Hines just—I don't know. He's just not. A, He's he's not a fit for the Predators. He's not. I don't think he's a fit for any team. He obviously can't coach New Jersey, and he well, had some good players in New Jersey, and he's got some good players in in in, in Nashville. I, well, I just I got to I got to say this, D Law. I've I've said this many times in several episodes last season that it's not just Hines. He's the fall guy, and we knew that. He signs a two-year contract. They bring him in. That's the scapegoat for Poyle. So Poyle is buying himself time by keeping this Jamook in here, saying, well, we got to give him his two years. You know, let's give him his time to, to go because Poyle is not 
putting together a team that can win. So there's your – he's your fall guy. Yeah, well, Poyle is the only GM to reach 3,000 games, um, and not all of it was with it was with the Predators, obviously, though. Um, I think he was with Washington at one time. Um, I think when he started, I think it was Washington. But, um, yeah. I, How many Stanley Cups? I don't think he has any. Okay, so – he can't show anything for his tenure. Well, no, but um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to see him go, but maybe he can. Maybe there's something in in within the organization. I don't need. They need. I don't think they need to fire him. I think he need. I mean, because he he does have another role in the organization. Like it's in the uh, you know the. The corporate office. I'm not sure exactly. He's like a president or something. I don't remember the exact title. Um, so maybe he can do more role into that role um, in the business role. Maybe um, no, he does you, have an assistant. No, you GM. fire him and see if another team and, wants uh, him. That's what you do. No, you, no, you and can't you bring in Barry Trotz. You keep him in the organization, and no, you um, don't. You, you do what? You, he's no, he's yeah. been a failure. He's no, he, well, he I, no, he hasn't been a failure. Hines has been a failure. Poyle's been. Pay, what has Poyle. been Poyle done in his tenure? How many Stanley uh, Cups has he put? In well, I know. Oh, well, now, now we're now we're gauging it by Stanley Cups. I mean, I know. What do you want all, to gauge it by? The ultimate goal, but not, not. I mean, how many, how many good? There's GMs, one winner. Uh, how one winner in the how, NHL? How many good GMs out there that have never won a cup? I mean, there's quite a few of them. I mean, there's. I mean, you only you only have one. Winner every year, that's right. But, but so you know, it, it's not like a Scotty Bowman. See, but you look at every you guys, year. But it's not just Scotty Bowman. I mean, you have to look back then. I mean, there was no cap, so you could go out and buy whoever and however you wanted. Um, you know that that's changed, and that's a big part of why Ken Holland is not very successful. He he knows the talent. He can't pay for it. He can't budget the books, so he gives. You know his contracts are terrible, but so I just hope that you know he, the print they do have an they do have an assistant GM. I can't remember who he is right now, but maybe he can, you know, groom. He's grooming him. You know, maybe he kind of slowly steps in, and then maybe next year take over full time. And while Poyle moves full time into the front office. Um, you know where he's doing, and you know, but I I just think they need to get rid of Hines like now. Uh, for I mean, the season's pretty much done. I mean, they just it's still I, I, I just don't he, think Poyle knows yeah. how to put together a winning organization. Well, he, I mean, they have won. You know, this they've been uh, there once. They've been to the dance once. But but they've but, been but, but, but the first but, but, round. But they bet that they made the Western Conference final a couple times, and they made it to the third round a few times. They've only well, they've only lost in the first round in the last couple of years. Um, so you know, I I just don't. I, I it, it's the coach. I mean, look at uh, Laviolette. They were winning under Laviolette. 
other than that last year, but that was just that wasn't Laviolette. That was just they they didn't have a team. Um, but just a little bit that I've seen uh, the Preds, they just didn't look that good. They didn't. I mean, even when I was watching when they were leading, they just. I mean, they're they got a good team. They got you know, and and um, would I say they're they have twenty four goals against? If you but, look at a lot of their games, yeah. they're not they're not they're they're high scoring games. There was one game I saw that wasn't close, but most of their games are should be winnable games. They put enough scores on the board. They just can't stop the other team well, from scoring. Well, not when you score one goal. Well, that's not the, yeah, I said not I mean, that game. I mean, they scored three goals like twice other than, you know, not not counting the games that they won, but you know, that's San Jose. Yeah, that's a respectable amount of goals. Three goals well, is a respectable well, amount of goals. Not anymore. Teams should be able to win with three goals. Not it's not well, not anymore. Now teams score five, six, seven goals. It's like a football game. Uh, but you know, when, when you lose four straight, you know, not counting um it's not, count, not counting the Philadelphia. It's 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 seeping into the, the room, and I, 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 you, you need. I think uh, Yossi needs to have. Uh, you know, I don't know if he has yet or not, but he needs to have a players only meeting. You know, um, but I mean, Niederreiter, He's the first few games he scored. You know, four goals in the first three games. And and then you got Johansson and Forsberg and even Yossi back in the blue line. But I mean, they got so many good forwards. You know, Tolvin and um, and uh, uh, um, Jeanneau. You know, so they they don't they shouldn't have to rely on the defense to score like they normally do over over the past few years. But, but I I just I still love Jeanneau's style of play. He's just gritty, grinder. But yeah, I, yeah, he's bringing, I, it, he's bringing it this year again. It's just, it's incredible. So you know, I, I, I just, just not. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, you build, I, you build the culture it, it, around Forsberg, who you just paid all that money to, and Jano, because he's the future of that team. I, I don't know. Those, those are the guys you build the culture around. Maybe I mean, you know, maybe it is a goaltending. Maybe maybe they need to go get a top top elite goaltender. Um, I don't but, think but I, 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 I mean, but, I don't think Saros is but, is the problem. He's well, he's just not helping. <laughs> you know, he gives up some soft some soft goals as normal. I mean, he's just not a Pecorini. I mean, or no, so but he, not everybody is. Well. He has never won a cop, so he can't. You know, he I I wouldn't I wouldn't call Rene Elite uh, because you know he's just he was solid. See, I mean, he, he, he he did have some bad games, but I mean he's he's not he's not that elite goaltender like um, like a Patrick Waugh or or a Lundqvist. But. Yeah, right now the short term answer is to fire Hines, and they need to do it before November because the season's just slipping away from them. Um, 
uh, you know, the season schedule is just getting tougher and tougher um, coming up. And then now, and then coming into November, they're going to have that road trip. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll kickstart them. I don't know. Cause you know, they got the CMA road trip coming up. Um, I'll, you know, a little bit later when we talk about the previews, I'll I'll go into that a little is, bit. Is Zinc still in here? But um, yeah, um, yeah, he's uh, here. So you know, why don't we uh, have him talk about some saber stuff? I guess. How can you not? So if he's ready, What's come in. Guys? Hey, welcome. Hey, thanks Zink, for, how are you? Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Thanks for the invite. It's been a uh, good season so far. Good start. Yeah, Can't. four and one. Can't it's say incredible thing for you guys, but hey, whatever. Yeah, we've been doing well. Um, one loss came to Florida, so not a. Uh, but Florida's a. I mean, they're still a great team. They're a good team, yeah. So I mean, I'm not sad about that. <clears throat> we've had some. We're on a four game road trip right now out west, and so far we've won the first three games. Uh, right now, Darlene set an NHL record for goals in a game or con- consecutive games with a goal to start off. I the saw season. that. So yeah, he's got five goals in five games. Alex Tuck has six goals in five games with a hat trick the other night in Calgary, I believe it was. So yeah, we're playing real well. Michael who? who who's that again? I don't I don't know that name. I don't know either. He had two goals the same night. Tuck had three, so he was trying to trying to keep up, but he couldn't keep up. Sorry, Jack. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm 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 excited for Buffalo. You know, they're they're a team that you kind of they've been in the dumpster fire for years and years, and you know they're they're kind of growing something right now, and and it's looking good. It's looking good. I I think they're going to be a team to watch. I think they're going to push and push for the playoffs. Yeah, they'll be a bubble team for sure, I think. Um, <clears throat> got a couple significant injuries right now. Uh, Samuelson, who we just signed to a seven-year deal, seven- or eight-year deal, he just went down last game with a looked like a nasty leg injury. And we also had um, Yoki Haru, I believe it was. He went out with a – I think he got, took a puck to the face uh-huh. in the game. So those two guys – Two defensemen that we need are out right now, so we got some guys up from Rochester. Uh, speaking of Rochester, um, I tell you what, you got you got a really good goaltender. Um, I, I was at the uh, their home opener um, the, uh, last week or week before, whatever it was, yeah, um, and he gave up the first goal in the first if it was the first or second shot I'm like yeah that's that's his uh that's what he does he gives them up early and then you're like oh we're done then the team fights back and they're winning that game a lot of times they've come back they ended up winning that game and he just I think they had they uh Toronto they played I think they scored they scored a goal late in the third I think it was a power play goal but it was I mean it was pretty much over. Um, the Amherst were already limited by two, but yeah, he just, after that goal, that first goal early, he just, just, I mean, he was just unbelievable. He made some hot, great saves. So yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if they'll be, if he'll be seeing some time this year. Uh, probably not. I'll probably keep him in Rochester for another full season, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him up a little bit next, next season. Well, I think they'll do him the, 
some games this year because they they want to see a field be able to handle it. I mean, he played last year and he got hurt. He's got a lot of injury issues, so we'll see if he can uh, if he does get called up this year, which I'm sure he will. He's the next guy in to get called up. So if there's an injury, which I hope there's not, but if there is, he'll be called up. Um, right now, he's handling the load in Rochester. They haven't even played the backup yet this season. He's played every game. So. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the stats here really quick. Um, Darlene is actually leading the team in points. Yep. With eight, five goals, and three assists. If you look at the uh, NHL stats, him and Tuck are in the top. Top six. So the Sabres have two goal scorers in the top six in the league. That's that's not a bad problem to have. No. Tuck is uh, one goal away from tying Stamkos' seven for league lead. Yeah, and, I think uh, I think the Sabres are going to be fun to watch. Dalene is really coming to his own. He's leading the league in points right now. Yep. And they have some decent goalies. Uh, Anderson hasn't lost. He's played two games, given up a goal in each game, I believe it is. And uh, Comrie, who they got this offseason, he's been play- playing real well. He, you know, he lost his first game. He played Florida game and lost that. But since then, he's been perfect pretty much. Yeah, and when you have guys like Rasmus Dahlin out there, it's just it builds a whole other level of confidence for a goaltender knowing – you know, hey, this is who's out in front of me. I don't have to worry as much. You know, it's just that level of trust that they're going to get the job done before it gets even gets to the goaltender. Um, so it's just an added level of, of confidence, you know, as they're standing there, you know, anticipating a shot, whatever. Because um, I know, you know, with the Red Wings, you know, that was one thing that the goalies would hint at in their post-game interviews is, you know, it's just it's hard to – know when and where shots coming from and you know all the you know the social media analysts were you know saying how there's just no trust so the goalie's always on his feet does it can't get his mind right because Danny DeKaiser's out there and god knows if he's going to turn the puck over you know in the crease or what what he's going to do um but I think you get that in Buffalo they've I mean they've just got some solid players out there that you know, it's just, I don't know, circle the wagons. Yep, that's what Buffalo does. And, and, and I don't know if you mentioned uh, the as far as the Wings, but the Wings, uh, they extended their their opening season opening uh, point streak to five. Um, I, I think they you, haven't you, lost in regulation yet. Yeah, so. They're, they're probably, I, I don't want to say they're a surprise team. Um, you know, the Blackhawks, they're, I think they're back. Uh, they scored a couple quick goals against Seattle. Um, I think it was like 13 seconds. Um, so, I don't know. Um, they're probably going to be better than Nashville. But then again, everybody is except for San Jose. <laughs> I mean, it's still so early in the season to really – I mean – any team can have, I mean, Colorado can have an injury and the whole team collapses. You know, it just, it all depends on, you know, what, what you're doing later on in the season. 
So you just you, you, it's you can't really gauge anything right now. It's it's you, you just you can't. It's too it's too way too early in the season. Yeah, yeah it's uh, you know coming into November, um, but uh, I was watching. Uh, I think it was ESPN or night, and they were mentioning. Uh, now they, I guess, are grandfathering it in as far as they have to wear visors now, and you know, um, every every player has to wear a visor. Um, and they outlawed. You know how Ovechkin used to wear the mirrored visor. Yep. Uh, apparently, they outlawed the mirrored visor because the goalies were complaining because they can't see his eyes. But, I mean, I'm a goalie, and I just want to say that's a bunch of BS. I mean, the goalies are crying because of a mirrored visor. You, you know, why are you even looking at a guy's visor? Eyes? He's looking, you should be, looking at where he's going to shoot you, the puck. As a goalie, you, should, you have to be looking at the puck. You got to be watching the puck. Yeah, but the excellent goalies look at the puck in the eyes. That's yeah, why they're in well, the NHL. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you you if you look at the, the eyes are deceiving because uh, you know players, really good players, they can look uh, they can look a totally opposite direction and then and, you're right. and then pass the you're puck. Right. You're right. You know, but, here, and, but here's the disadvantage I, to that: it, it, you're not getting a I clear just, shot. But, you're not getting but, a clear shot from because if I'm looking where I'm shooting, I can shoot straighter. Well, now, if, I'm, uh, if I'm looking to my left and shooting to my right, I'm relying on well, my peripheral vision, well, which is, you know, it's that's it mainly more of a like, disadvantage. But that's mainly like for passing, uh, you know, passing or you know, a lot, a lot of players will. Look. So you're saying they, that, the, that fake, shooters fake the pass and shoot. So you're but saying the shooters uh, look at where they're shooting. Well. Well, yeah, but you also I so mean, that's why goalies will but, look up but, and they'll see but, where the eyes are if they're in the top corner. He's going to anticipate a glove, a high glove. Yeah, yeah, but and you watch a, the puck but, and anticipate. Let me just have you played goal once. And what? What? How did you do? I did phenomenal. <laughs> that's not what you told me after the game. I had a Dominic Hasek save at yeah. like, the blue line. <laughs> Yeah, but we lost the game. Did you get yeah, because the team in front of me couldn't score. <laughs> well, anyway, my point, um, um, you know, I'm a goalie, and, and and I've been to goalie camps, you know, four or five times, and I've they always taught me, you know, I always watch the puck. You know, you're you're looking at the puck, and and you don't look well, at you the do. Guy. You have to watch the puck to catch you, it. But well, you can glance up and look and see where their eyes are looking. Well, I mean, obviously, you're not going to be staring at the puck the whole game. I mean, obviously, you are going to be looking around and you know, you know, just so you know what you know where players are and where your team is, you know, and stuff like that. But I just want to say that is a pretty, pretty poor excuse for because somebody's wearing a mirrored visor. Oh. I can't see his eyes. Way, way, way. Cry, cry, cry. Way, way, way. You know what I say we do? I, I think we ask, let's let's find as many goalies as we can to whatever level we can and see if we can get a poll. Do a social media poll on it. <laughs> for real. For, for what? 
to see if if a goalie will comment on is having a mirrored visor I could care less advantage I could care less if they're wearing a visor a cage or no visor I I'm I'm focusing on the puck and 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 a stick and so because I, I can read I can read his stick better than his eyes because I can read because you're obviously you know where your stick's gonna go you know where your puck where the puck's gonna go but so you're one goalie I mean if if I were to ask Dominic Hasek the exact same question is he going to answer it the same way you are where well i watch the stick well everybody's or is he going to say something that. different you know so that's well, what maybe, i mean like well, maybe, but maybe that's why he's had all those uh floppy saves and uh and uh you know uh, well, maybe that's why he's in this the he, he's he's held a cup well he's got not- a banner only with Detroit, not Buffalo or Chicago. Doesn't matter. He's he's raised the cup. I think I hit a sore note on the Buffalo cabin with him, but I don't want, I don't want to go there again. But I mean not yeah, but I mean the I don't know. I mean, I wish we could get some goalies, you know, like Patrick Wah, or you know, we're we're not relevant yet, but um, but we we know pe- we have a network of people that you know have played goalies. Uh, you know, Tom, I mean, they might have access. Well, to send Tom, us out to um, other goalies. Uh, maybe we can have Tom. You know, he, the, remember uh, from last season one, we yeah. had an interview with Tom. He 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 plays goal or used to play goal. Um, yeah, we could ask him, but I, I don't, I just don't think that's, you know, I, I'd like to get his input, but I just don't, I don't. I wonder think, if he has any episodes on that with the talking puck. Yeah, I haven't been able to listen to. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and scroll and see if he, uh, if he had posted one about it. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I don't. But I disagree. I, I think you have everyone have a straight visor. Whether all mirrored or all non-mirrored, all smoked or all non-smoked. Yeah, but I don't think they should outlaw mirrored visors because of that stupid. Because 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 goalies were compl- I like to know. I what, feel it would be a I, disadvantage. I, I'd like to know what goal. Nah, nah, nah. You can maybe, read that stuff may, though. May, maybe maybe you some people maybe you would need to wear that because of you know your you know your eyes you know uh, I know there's a couple players that wear a blue visor or a tinted visor. Because of their, um, they have, they they have to do it because of the the glare or the bright lights. That they're very, they're they're sensitive. They're to, to bright lights. Um, I, I can't. They were, they mentioned a couple of players, um, but I can't remember what players they were um, that that were like that. But so you know, I I just. I have a hard time. I'd like to know which goalies were, were complaining, and I want to know why why a, a handful of goalies made a rule like that. I mean, that's it, it should be. You know, There's only so many goalies. It, it should be a man. It should be like a majority uh, a thing, not not just a full a few goalies that complain. I'd like to know which goalies were the do ones you know, that were crying about you know, it. But do you know? If it was a majority or non-majority, 
I just heard what ESPN was saying, which I, I, that's another thing I want to get to. Um, um, I was watching a little bit of the Wings game that was uh, in Ducks tonight, which uh, was on ESPN, and the announcers they had were just absolutely terrible. I mean, they're they're not. I don't know. They cut out for, uh, and 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 and, 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 and then their mics cut out, and I was like, and then they had that guy, the studio guys doing. They were actually, they were better than the, the guys that were at, See, at, I, at the game. Yeah, it was it was Bugner and uh, Levy, Steve Levy. And usually, I, I'll be honest, I don't mind Steve Levy. No, he, he needs just, to stay in college. Was, he he was just, he was just over obnoxious tonight. It was just almost unbearable at times. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I was not a fan of that, of that, of, you know, of announcing tonight. Did they ever get the mic fixed? Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, in other news in NHL, uh, did you realize that the Canucks are the first? And I, I'm, I mean, I thought. Sounds like something the Preds would do. Um, the Canucks are the first team in NHL history to lose four straight after having multiple goal leads in each game. That's almost <laughs> unbearable hockey. Like you just you're up by a lead and you just don't have that sense of comfort. That would make that would drive me nuts as a fan. This sounds just like the sounds just like the Predators. Um, I don't know if they had a lead against the Flyers, but they had a lead against the uh, Blue Jackets and the Kings. Um, they weren't even in the game against Dallas. I mean, they might as well. They, I don't think they showed up at Dallas. But <laughs> I just, yeah, I, it just sounds like something out of the Predators book. I, I, I thought, you know. I don't remember where I picked Canucks to finish. I think I actually think I did finish picked them to finish and end up towards the bottom. But I I think you know they they got they got to still be in in a rebuild um, because uh, they yeah they that's just not something that that's not a record you want. So you know I I don't you know was there anything you know. Any other stories that you've seen uh, that you want to talk about? No, nothing really jumped out. Um, I don't know if Zink's still on or if he has anything. Um, the NHL. I mean, it's still early. You know, it's not, it hasn't yeah. been obnoxious. Any, any early surprises um, other than the Predators you know, losing and Detroit just, you know, they're 3-0-2. And and I think – Boston is another team to watch. I pegged them terribly wrong. Five and one. Uh, I wish I wish Dose was would come, but maybe you know this is a new Sunday. Usually he's on Fridays, but uh, maybe uh, the next show he when if he comes in, we can have we talk talk a little bit about them. But yeah, five and one. Um, Pasta's and, looking great. He's due for a huge payday. Um, you know, what about Montreal? I mean, they started out sort of good, but you know, now they're they're three and three. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they're three and three, but they lost. You know, they like I said, you know, they lost they lost Palat, and then McDonough. That was the I mean, McDonough really hasn't done much with Nashville yet. Um, obviously, you know, maybe he's just maybe he's not as good as maybe this is not a big loss for Tampa Bay. Um. 
and but you know Dallas they haven't lost a game in regulation yet I mean I guess that's Dallas I mean they're kind of they start out hot every year it seems like and then they just fall off the table <coughs> um, let's see any other you know I do want to talk about you know one thing with the Red Wings I think it's not quite an issue at the moment but the Dylan Larkin changing of agents and you know getting ready for you know a contract extension um, I know they're they're raising the salary cap this year but what kind of money do you pay a Dylan Larkin you know I feel like he's a consistent goal scorer um, you know I'm, I'm probably not going to pay him at least use money. At least seven or eight a, a season, because to, he I does. Mean, I, he does more. I mean, he scores, but he does more. He's more. He does. He, he's an all around player. He's an athlete, but you know, I I just I don't. He, not, I just don't see him at the caliber of a, a Matthews or a McDavid. I just, you know, I see him more as like a Drysital type of a player. Um. He's the. Uh... I don't even know how to categorize him. Like, I think he can be elite. You know, if he puts up fifty plus goals, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I. He's a great player. He's a great captain. I hope he stays in Hockey Town, but I hope it doesn't become a distraction to the team, to the organization. I, I just want. I hope that the negotiations will just be easy. You know, they were saying like eight, about eight million a year. He's the heart and soul of the team of Detroit, though. Um, and, he is. Uh, he is without a doubt. That's so. I, I, say, I say you got to sign him. Oh, that's a no-brainer. It's just, I mean, you, you just sign. I, I don't even think you negotiate. You just, whatever, wherever where he pulls up, whatever he, he and his agent uh uh, come, come, come with you with. You give it to him. See, but I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, you're not calling the shots here. It's, it's not the Dylan Larkin Red Wings. It's the Detroit Red Wings. Um, so no, you don't get to pull the shots. But I think he should be paid, you know, top money because he is a top player. He's just not in that elite status, but he's, he's a top player. Absolutely. And then maybe, I don't know if there's like a, a no movement clause attack, maybe. Um, I don't know if he would want one or the team would want one. I don't know. You know, that, that's another thing to look at it in that. Um, but you know, there, he's got to like how the direction of the team. So I, I don't, you know, I don't see him not siding. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's a Detroit kid. Um, he's, you know, he loves the team. He loves the city. He's out, you know, he's just a great, a great spokesman for the team too. So it just, I, I think it's going to be a mutual, uh, contract as far as, you know, what's good for both sides. Yeah. And I, I think I, it's going to get worked out. I mean, Eiserman's not going to let him walk. He's going to pay him. You know, Eiserman's just got a way of presenting things and very persuasive. So 
I I think I think he'll get it worked out. I'm just hoping it doesn't become a d- distraction. Stir up stuff like the media, you know, the you know distractions and stuff. But they're professionals. They they I'm sure they keep it as quiet as they possibly can. Kind of hard now with social media. Um, but you know, in a situation like this, you know, I don't I don't think it'd be too. Uh, I think it'll be. They, they'll keep it close to the vest, um, but so I don't, you know, I don't, you know, they're professionals, so it just, it's just the media trying to stir things up. I think. Yeah. Um, we'll see, but it is. It's still. It's just still too early in the season to really make any true assessments. Saying earlier about you know it's not going to get any easier for the Predators. Um, they, uh, they, well, they, they just played Saturday night, you know, well, I, I guess they played, I mean, they, they were on the ice, I guess, <laughs> I didn't see the game, so I don't really know if they, if they played good or, or not, but I, I will have to go back and watch some of the games, um, but they got, you know, they got a few days off, they got four days off now. Um, and they're home, they're still home. So, you know, maybe they're, you know, going through some practice video, you know, stuff like that over the next four days. Um, and then they got St. Louis coming up on Thursday night, um, at home. That's, you know, I, I just, I, I see another loss coming. I mean, maybe, maybe these four days, maybe they'll get it right, but St. Louis is, they're, they're a strong team, you know. They're right now. They're they're sitting in third. They're three and zero, so <laughs> it's going to be a tough game. Um, they've uh, they've only given up five goals. Um, they've only scored eleven, uh, which I mean that's actually worse. <laughs> believe it or not, that's actually the worst goals for in this division. Um, but this is the best goals against the division. So, you know, they're, they're going to play a, a good road game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win 2-1 to one or, or maybe even one nothing. Um, but, uh, and Billy Huso, who's on Detroit, he, he came from St. Louis. Um, I don't know if that's a knock to Huso, but, you know, I, 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 I think that's actually the best goals against um, – St. Louis is the best goals against the league with only five. Um, yeah, it looks like, uh, yeah, but actually the next closest would be Dallas with eight. Um, and uh, on the flip, <laughs> like you mentioned earlier, the Prayers are going to 24 goals. I think that's the most. Uh, Arizona's giving up 26. St. Louis giving up 27. The Kings are giving up 31. So it's not. It's not the most in the league, but it's pretty close to it. And they've only scored 16, which, I mean, Chicago scored 16 as well. <clears throat> but I just don't see – I just don't see – unless the Preds can come out like they can, like they have, you know, like a good – you know, the good players that they are. They have to come out to their um, potential. Especially at home. Um, they're they're going to lose the fans. If they don't start winning, you know, they're not going to come. Especially, you know, the Titans are winning. So, and then you know, in Nashville and Tennessee, 
you know, as much as a hockey town it's become since, well, I, I think before that, but I just want to say since 2017, really got them on the map. Um, you know, the, it, it's it's a football area. So, you know, the Predators, they keep losing. They're going to lose their fans, especially when the, the their other uh, pros team is winning every game. Um and then they got uh, Washington on home. I mean, I I don't want to go into too much because it'll be a preview uh, for Friday night show. But they got Washington on Saturday at home, and then that's when they uh, they head out to their annual CMA trip. Um, if anybody listening that don't know what the CMA trip is, uh, every beginning of November the Preds go on a road trip. Because the uh, Country Music Association awards are in Bridgestone Arena, so obviously they can't play. So that's when they they usually have a Canadian road trip. Uh, so they got a five game road trip to start November. So you know Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, Colorado. Um, that, that's always it's always been a tough trip for them. So you know they gotta. And, but then when they come back um, from that road trip, they got. Uh, Quite a few home games, uh, six six home games and seven uh, actually uh, seven eight eight home games in nine after that trip and the and the one road game in between is uh, at De- at Detroit. <clears throat> so it's I mean it's a road game obviously, but it's a quick quick flight up to Detroit from Nashville. So. Um, so, so after this road trip coming up in November, you know, they got uh, the end of November is home. So maybe, you know, maybe that'll get them going too. So, um, November is going to, November is going to be a huge month for them. So that's just, uh, some upcoming gains for the Predators. And they, that's, you know, they really need to really need to write the ship down before it gets out of hand, you know, then, 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 you know, December, January comes and then, you know, pretty much half the season. They just have to find their rhythm. Um, what are the? How about the Wings' upcoming schedule? Yeah, they've only got a couple of games coming up um, till our till Friday. Um, we're hosting the Devils, who we just played. Um, like I said, that game we won five to two in in New Jersey. Um, they're coming to the the Pizza Barn uh, Tuesday at seven p.m. Um, the next game is going to be the real test of the Red Wings and who their identity is. They're playing Boston in Boston. So I think that is going to be kind of the measure for the season. I think that is where the culture is going to be had. If they can go into Boston and squeak out a win against a team of that caliber, I think that's going to change the mindset of the locker room for the rest of the season. Because if you can go into Boston and beat Boston – who else can stand in your way? Nobody. Um, that's just kind of my mentality. But I think that's going to be a big game for them to kind of set their identity. Like, are, are they for real? Are they trending in the right direction? Yeah, and Boss is 4-0 at home this, season, this year. I mean, obviously, they've only played six games, but four, four of the six are at home. So, yeah, it's it's a tough tough place to play, especially now that they're winning. Yeah, it's, uh, 
I mean, Detroit's only played two games so far. They're one on one, so they haven't lost that road. So, um, yeah, Buffalo. Looking at their schedule, they've got they've got a couple of uh, you know winnable games. Actually, three in a row. They've got Seattle and Seattle. I think they can. I think they can take that game. Uh, Montreal. Uh, Montreal's not a very good team, so I I can see Buffalo winning that one. Uh, and then Saturday. Uh, they're hosting Chicago. Chicago's a decent team, so I think that'll be a good matchup for Buffalo. Um, you know, kind of test them out early on as as well. Yeah, Pat. You know, speaking of Chicago, Patrick Kane. Um, you know, they, they you know he, they had a little bit of uh, in the off season some controversy as far as you know he, he's you know, trying to shop him around but he's um he's, he's back um he's not leading points um but he's up actually i don't know how many goals he's got i don't see him listed um uh, you know stamkos he's he's leading with seven goals but but yeah um you know kane is a streaky you know he he's starting to heat up so you know He's not focused right now. I think the off-season stuff kind of, you know, got into his head. But, I, you know, I think now that, you know, that's kind of behind him for now. At least I haven't heard any more, which I don't think – I don't see them – I mean, they made so many bad moves in the off-season. They can't do that. They got to keep them. Um, they don't have anything left, really. And, you know, he's starting to heat up. Um and you know he'll get his points. So yeah, I don't know. I I still think Buffalo's going to be one of those teams to to beat this year. Um, but yeah, he's uh yeah. I don't even see Patrick Kane listed for in points either. Um, as you know, like I said his mind. Um, he's getting shopped around. Three assists on the season. Uh, Sam Lafferty uh, on Chicago. He's actually leading Chicago with five points. Um, I don't know who. Zink just chimed in. He's got three okay. assists. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there he is. I didn't even see his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, he's tied. Uh, tied on the on the team uh, with Seth Jones, Tyler Johnson, and Sam Lafferty. Um, is he a rookie, Sam Lafferty? He's he's leading he's leading the team in points with Tyler Johnson. Uh, Tyler Johnson was like lightning, right? Original lightning. Yeah. Um, yes. So. He's a yeah. Well, he's everybody killer. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I just, I also, I think Kane is just, he's distracted. He, he knows he's not going to be in Chicago much longer. What's he really playing for? Why get hurt? Yeah. Why, why go out there? You know, what, what's it, what's it going to gain him? Yeah, true. Maybe, I don't know, maybe there is still more to that. I, I just haven't heard anymore. So maybe, you know, I, maybe they just kind of put on a back burner. Um, I heard he's looking for a house in Buffalo. Oh, everybody's looking for a house there. He could be. All the analysts keep saying New York, New York, New York, New York. Well, well, yeah, well, one of the bills has sold this house for more than he paid for, over a million dollars. Um, I don't think he plays there anymore. But so, um, maybe, maybe, well, he can't buy that house because somebody else bought it. But I'm sure there's some. Don't forget I'm what sure you heard that one out there. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, it's a another shorter uh, show. Um, you know, early. I guess it's the early season. You know, this is our first full season, so um, there's not much to talk about right now. Uh, maybe as the season progresses, it'll get longer, but. It's still still not not a bad length, but um, you know what will we'll be. There's gonna be a lot more we'll, to talk about. Is just you know stories and rumors and stuff develops and. There hasn't been any really uh, questionable hits either. You know, I as far as I've seen, you know, controversial. You know, really cheap, but then Marshawn's not playing yet either, so he's usually the one doing that, but. I wonder if there's been any fights yet. Well, the Predators had a couple that I just saw a couple times, but I'm not, not sure exactly. I, I don't remember who it was now. Didn't they lead the um, league last year in fights? Well, that's because, well, they're, the ones that were fighting are gone now. Um, <laughs> but, um, Who's you know? no, he's still there. Um, 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 no, he's not a fighter. Well, he'll he'll drop the gloves, but he's not a fighter fighter like um um uh, the guy we just lost from he went to San Jose. Uh, he scored against him. Oh, oh God, I'm really high on him too. Um, he scored against the Predators. Yeah, he must be real. High yeah, since yeah. You don't even know his name. Um, I it's drop. It's I got so much on my mind I can't remember. <laughs> Well, tell us what's on your mind. But, kind of oh, it's not hockey related, although maybe it is. <laughs> I wasn't all that good. I wasn't all. You said he's on San Jose. Uh, yeah. Uh, he scored a goal. Benino. No. No. He scored a goal against him in the second game. Cunin. Cunin. Yeah, Luke Cunin. Yeah, he came from the Wild. Yeah. How did I forget his name? <laughs> and I and it's funny because I when we first got to the Net Predators, I'm like, oh no, what do they want him for? He's just a wild reject. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he served his job. Yeah, and he could score goals and fight. So, and then there's another one too. They left, um, but yeah, I I wasn't all that great tonight. But let, tonight wasn't a league night. It's just I just basically use it for practice. It's kind of like a pickup scrimmage type thing. Um, but I I just basically try to use it for practice for for my Thursday night league. Um, it was just one of those flu, weird weird games where I saw a lot of shots and got a lot of goals, but or scored on me. But I made a lot of good saves too. So just one of those weird. It's like you make so many good saves, but you give up a lot of goals. It's like how how can you be that? How can you be good when you give up that many goals? But in a league game, I you know the the, the two losses that did give up more than six goals, but um, you know the, other than that, I've only given up three or less. So on Thursday, so I guess I'm not that bad. Right now, I'm better than Soros, but then again, I can't compare the two because it's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a direct comparison. It's an elite. If they, if, uh, if, if they swapped you with him, I wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. Uh, so probably not because it would <laughs> be identical. I, I, I would have no I'd idea. Be, I'd be giving up a lot more goals, but so is he. 
<laughs> how many? How many a year? A lot to his a lot. <laughs> In NHL, probably about fifty. <laughs> well, well, okay, I think uh, I don't know. It depends on how many shots, I guess. I don't know. I can't even hang in a in a C league. Well, actually, yes, I can. <laughs> it just depends on the team I'm playing, I guess. Or the team. Oh, I think of the reverse upshot jerseys. Oh, I for, oh, I, I forgot actually, about I the retros. I, I haven't I haven't seen all of the retros, but um, I love the Predators ones, and I don't. I like the buffalo one, but I don't like that stupid goat head thing. I I just didn't. I don't like those black and red things, and I just. I'm I'm the opposite. I love the oh. goat head, but I hate the colors. I love the blue and gold. Buffalo's blue and gold. Well, if they use the current blue and gold, I'd like it. But they use the old blue and gold. Oh. I don't like it. Oh, oh, the old. Oh, I guess I didn't. Really... They used the blue and gold from a couple years oh. ago. They didn't use the new. Oh. Blue and gold. I'm gonna have to look blue. these up really quick. Um, Detroit's just a bunch of black lines. Well, it says Detroit. Across see, I don't, yeah, I didn't mind theirs. I mean, the colors were off from the original, but I, I don't think I hate it. It looks old. It looks it looks retro. What the heck is that ducks thing? The ducks? It's not bad. It's just the logo's kind of weird. It's the uh, logo from the movie. Oh. That's the logo that they used to use uh, in the first season, I think. Oh my God, Arizona's are ugly. What the heck are those things? Oh, a side note: uh, NHL twenty three. I think I mentioned that uh, a couple of episodes ago. Um, so I I played the Memorial Cup final. I lost to well, you know, Detroit's goalie Sebastian Casa with Edmonton. <laughs> But um, I got drafted by Arizona third number three. I was like, oh god. <laughs> but <laughs> the Sharks jersey looks like the Chargers. Boss is kind of cool. Yeah, bear. I like the bear. Montreal's whatever. The Kings. Oh, oh Buffalo's actually. I kind of like that blue. I just yeah. Why does Vegas have one? Yeah. How many years have they been in? Three. Why does Seattle have one? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, my God. Idea. Chicago's is crap. Color- oh, my Same God. Place. Colorado. Oh, God. Because that's a call. Arizona. Arizona's is terrible. I just said that. Yeah. And Colorado. Well, that's because the old Colorado Rockies. I don't like that, though. That's good. I don't know if I like Edmonton. Columbus is kind of cool. Dallas, Dallas looks like the jersey they wear now. Well, not the green ones or the firemen things. Detroit, yeah, Detroit, I don't know. Edmonton's, I don't like that stupid oil logo thing. That's kind of dumb. The colors are kind of cool. Florida, oh my God, Florida. What the heck are those things? It looks like the Dolphins. The Kings and their stupid purple. Minnesota looks like the Predators logo. Or the North Stars. It's like a mix between the North Stars. I don't think there's one that I Montreal. Really oh God, Montreal blue. is not blue. Sorry, that's not no. That's dumb. And then of course the Predators they use the mustard. Uh, it's not the mustard, but they use they use the mustard logo, and it's kind of the mustard colors, but it's more like the yellow. Cold. 
I kind of like that. I like that. Uh, the jerseys kind of. It looks like the same ones they wear, other than the stripe, the blue stripes. The Islanders got the fishermen back. The Ranger, the Rangers got their Statue of Liberty back. They just wore that jersey. Seems like not that long ago. Ottawa looks like the same. Philadelphia looks like the same. What the heck are those pants? The Penguins are from the old nineties. The Sharks look like. Yeah, they do look like they look like. Oh, you know what it is a uh, the old Golden Seals. Remember the California Golden Seals? That, no, I've never even knew. About yeah, that. they were like from the way back, so that's why they made that. That's that's kind of like their their style. The crack, the Kraken. I don't know. That just doesn't look. Yeah. But why are they retro? Yeah, I don't know. They're not even retro. The Blues are kind of dumb. They they're kind of look they're trying to copy the Predators with that gold. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Toronto looks like just like their farm teams jerseys with the Toronto label logo. Make what the heck is that Vancouver thing? What the heck is that thing? <laughs> you act like it's a sea monster or something. It's like a crack. It's like the, the it's heck? like the Kraken. Like, and then you got, I don't know why Vegas has one either. Oh, that, does that really yeah. glow in the dark? That's kind of cool if it does. What are you trying to figure out? And Washington's got their old post, post, uh, jersey, postal jerseys back. And then That thing on the Canucks jersey is a man with a beard. Oh, really? In a hat. Must, a must, be, must be a Canuck. Johnny, that's Johnny. Oh, Mister, yeah. And then you got uh, Winnipeg. They look like the our old slippery sticks uh, adult team jerseys <laughs> with it with the Jets logo on it. Yeah, they do. Which was actually supposed to be a different color, but it came out to be like the Jets blue. <laughs> well, that's okay. but, but, I yeah. So, yeah, that wraps up the show uh, for this week. Um, so join us you know, Friday. Uh, again, uh, live, like, you know, all season long, we're going to be live, um, live recording. And then, uh, you know, you can catch the, the edited uh, podcast version published. Um, I'll send a, a social media uh, alert for that. Um but as always, uh, follow us on Facebook, Pred Wings Podcast, or Pred, yeah, Pred Wings Podcast, and then on Twitter at uh, Pred Wings Pod. And then uh, our email is PredWingsPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, as always, thanks for tuning in to our, the PWP. Good night, Hockey Town. See you, Smashville.